0: Section 27 of Some Answered Questions. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Some Answered Questions by Abdul Baha Abbas. Translated by Laura Clifford Barney. Chapter 67. ETERNAL LIFE AND ENTRANCE INTO THE KINGDOM OF GOD You question about eternal life and the entrance into the kingdom. The outer expression used for the kingdom is heaven, but this is a comparison and similitude, not a reality or fact, for the kingdom is not a material place. It is sanctified from time and place. It is a spiritual world, a divine world, and the center of the sovereignty of God. It is freed from body and that which is corporeal, and it is purified and sanctified from the imaginations of the human world. To be limited to place is a property of bodies, and not of spirits place and time surround the body not the mind and spirit observe the body of man is confined to a small place it covers only two spans of earth but the spirit and mind of man travel to all countries and regions even through the limitless space of the heavens surround all that exists and make discoveries in the exalted spheres and infinite distances. This is because the spirit has no place, it is placeless, and for the spirit the earth and the heaven are as one, since it makes discoveries in both. But the body is limited to a place, and does not know that which is beyond it. For life is of two kinds, that of the body and that of the spirit. The life of the body is material life. But the life of the spirit expresses the existence of the kingdom, which consists in receiving the spirit of God and becoming vivified by the breath of the Holy Spirit. Although the material life has existence, It is pure non-existence and absolute death for the holy saints. So man exists, and this stone also exists. But what a difference between the existence of man and that of a stone. Though the stone exists, in relation to the existence of man, it is non-existent. The meaning of eternal life is the gift of the Holy Spirit as the flower receives the gift of the season, the air, and the breezes of spring. Consider, this flower had life in the beginning, like the life of the mineral, but by the coming of the season of spring, of the bounty of the clouds of the springtime, and of the heat of the glowing sun, attained to another life of the utmost freshness, delicacy, and fragrance. THE FIRST LIFE OF THE FLOWER, IN COMPARISON TO THE SECOND LIFE, IS DEATH. THE MEANING IS THAT THE LIFE OF THE KINGDOM IS THE LIFE OF THE SPIRIT, THE ETERNAL LIFE, AND THAT IT IS PURIFIED FROM PLACE, LIKE THE SPIRIT OF MAN WHICH HAS NO PLACE. FOR IF YOU EXAMINE THE HUMAN BODY, YOU WILL NOT FIND A SPECIAL SPOT OR LOCALITY FOR THE SPIRIT for it has never had a place it is immaterial it has a connection with the body like that of the sun with this mirror the sun is not within the mirror but it has a connection with the mirror in the same way the world of the kingdom is sanctified from everything that can be perceived by the eye or by the other senses hearing smell taste or touch the mind which is in man the existence of which is recognized, where is it in him? If you examine the body with the eye, the ear, or the other senses, you will not find it. Nevertheless, it exists. Therefore, the mind has no place, but it is connected with the brain. The kingdom is also like this. In the same way, love has no place, but it is connected with the heart so the kingdom has no place but is connected with man entrance into the kingdom of god is through the love of god through detachment through holiness and chastity through truthfulness purity steadfastness faithfulness and the sacrifice of life these explanations show that man is immortal and lives eternally for those who believe in God, who have love of God and faith, life is excellent, that is, it is eternal. But to those souls who are veiled from God, although they have life, it is dark, and in comparison with the life of believers, it is non-existence. For example, the eye and the nail are living, but the life of the nail in relation to the life of the eye is non-existent this stone and this man both exist but the stone in relation to the existence of man is non-existent it has no being for when man dies and his body is destroyed and annihilated it becomes like stone and earth therefore it is clear that although the mineral exists in relation to man it is non-existent. In the same way, the souls who are veiled from God, although they exist in this world and in the world after death, are in comparison with the holy existence of the children of the kingdom of God, non-existing and separated from God. 68. Fate. Question. IS THE PREDESTINATION WHICH IS MENTIONED IN THE HOLY BOOKS A DECREED THING? IF SO, IS NOT THE EFFORT TO AVOID IT USELESS? ANSWER. FATE IS OF TWO KINDS. ONE IS DECREED, AND THE OTHER IS CONDITIONAL OR IMPENDING. THE DECREED FATE IS THAT WHICH CANNOT CHANGE OR BE ALTERED, AND CONDITIONAL FATE IS THAT WHICH MAY OCCUR. So for this lamp, the decreed fate is that the oil burns and will be consumed. Therefore, its eventual extinction is a decree which it is impossible to alter or to change, because it is a decreed fate. In the same way, in the body of man, a power of life has been created, and as soon as it is destroyed and ended, the body will certainly be decomposed. So when the oil in this lamp is burnt and finished, the lamp will undoubtedly become extinguished. But conditional fate may be likened to this. While there is still oil, a violent wind blows on the lamp which extinguishes it. This is a conditional fate. It is wise to avoid it, to protect oneself from it, to be cautious and circumspect. But the decreed fate which is like the finishing of the oil in the lamp, cannot be altered, changed, nor delayed. It must happen. It is inevitable that the lamp will become extinguished. 69. The Influence of the Stars Question. Have the stars of the heavens any influence upon the human soul, or have they not? Answer. Some of the celestial stars have a clear and apparent material effect upon the terrestrial globe and the earthly beings, which needs no explanation. Consider the sun, which, through the aid and the providence of God, develops the earth and all earthly beings. Without the light and heat of the sun, all the earthly creatures would be entirely non-existent. With regard to the spiritual influence of stars, though this influence of stars in the human world may appear strange, still, if you reflect deeply upon this subject, you will not be so much surprised at this. My meaning is not, however, that the decrees which the astrologers of former times inferred from the movements of the stars correspond to occurrences, for the decrees of those former astrologers were forms of imagination which were originated by Egyptian, Assyrian, and Chaldean priests. Nay, rather, they were due to the fancies of Hindus, to the myths of the Greeks, Romans, and other star worshippers. But I mean that this limitless universe is like the human body all the members of which are connected and linked with one another with the greatest strength how much the organs the members and the parts of the body of man are intermingled and connected for mutual aid and help and how much they influence one another in the same way the parts of this infinite universe have their members and elements connected with one another and influence one another spiritually and materially. For example, the eye sees, and all the body is affected. The ear hears, and all the members of the body are moved. Of this there is no doubt, and the universe is like a living person. Moreover, the connection which exists between the members of beings must necessarily have an effect and impression whether it be material or spiritual. For those who deny spiritual influence upon material things, we mention this brief example. Wonderful sounds and tones, melodies and charming voices, are accidents which affect the air. For sound is the term for vibrations of the air, and by these vibrations the nerves of the tympanum of the ear are affected, and hearing results. Now, reflect that the vibration of the air, which is an accident of no importance, attracts and perturbs the spirit of man, and has great effect upon him. It makes him weep or laugh. Perhaps it will influence him to such a degree that he will throw himself into danger. Therefore, See the connection which exists between the spirit of man and the atmospheric vibration so that the movements of the air become the cause of transporting him from one state to another and of entirely overpowering him. It will deprive him of patience and tranquility. Consider how strange this is, for nothing comes forth from the singer which enters into the listener nevertheless a great spiritual effect is produced therefore surely so great a connection between beings must have spiritual effect and influence it has been mentioned that the members and parts of man affect and influence one another for example the eye sees the heart is affected the ear hears the spirit is influenced the heart is at rest, the thoughts become serene, and for all the members of man's body a pleasant condition is realized. What a connection, and what an agreement is this! Since this connection, this spiritual effect, and this influence exists between the members of the body of man, who is only one of many finite beings, certainly between these universal and infinite beings there will also be a spiritual and material connection although by existing rules and actual science these connections cannot be discovered nevertheless their existence between all beings is certain and absolute to conclude the beings whether great or small are connected with one another by the perfect wisdom of God, and affect and influence one another. If it were not so, in the universal system and the general arrangement of existence, there would be disorder and imperfection. But as beings are connected one with another with the greatest strength, they are in order in their places and perfect. This subject is worthy of examination. End of section 27. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Recorded in Oxford, England.